90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Highland. Well, look at that. We're back for another fun show in the summertime. How you doing, Kel? How you doing, Adam? Ooh, we're doing great. And can I use a word I've never used oh. before in this podcast? Ah, is it colorful and explicit that might make Kelly freak out? It, I really love this word. Yeah. Welcome to the penultimate episode of season nine. Oh, <laughs> nice. Adam, have you been playing on the iDictionary no, app too I, much I, today? No, I, ju- I just know that word. <laughs> I love it. Makes you sound really smart. I know, right? Penultimate. <laughs> yeah. Can, but, but question, can you spell P-E-N-U-L-T-I-M-A-T-E. it, Adam? P-E-N-U-L-T-I-M-A-T-E. Yowza. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Ever watch Spelling Bees, you guys? Loving it. I used to. Yeah. I have. Yes. I get anxious. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Like, yeah. can you use it in a sentence? Your spelling bee word is penultimate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that um that girl whose name escapes me now, and I'm I'm sad that I've forgotten her name, but she just won yes, the script spelling that. bee a couple weeks ago. Isn't that crazy? Fifty thousand bucks. It's pretty wild because there's yep, a lot of 50, words. Fifty thousand bucks. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not trying to paint myself as smarter, but there really are a lot of words that I've never heard of as uh, a grown adult. Yeah. Let alone a you know twelve year old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I have a I have a friend who loves using big words and does it on purpose <laughs> because he can't spell. So he he has a, this thing to like use big words that he knows what the meanings are, but he couldn't spell wow. it to save his life. What and an you idiot. Try, you Just thought kidding. I was one of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kelly was Kelly was trying to classify you uh, in that group, Adam. Can you spell yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Judgy. I feel, though, that the the girl, Adam, can you Google that for me, please? Because I feel stupid. So recent scripts winner. She's also, by the way, I think she has a couple of world records, like Guinness World Records for basketball Ooh, nice. skills. So she's got balance in her life. B-A-L-A-N-C-E. Her name seems to be Zayla Avantgarde. There we go. That is it. Isn't that a cool last name? Her dad changed their last name. So her last name is legit Avantgarde. How cool is that? That's cool. And she's 14 years old. But, and I think she's like okay. 13, cool. 14 years old. If I were to change okay. my last name to a French so, but I think it would be Portmanteau. <laughs> I knew. <laughs> but why? Why? Because I love making two words one. Okay. <laughs> As yep. they should be. What was the one where you made the word with like, we had flannel? Was it flannel? Fancy, Fancy flannel? Fancy. Flancy. Sh- there we go. Flancy. Yep. See? That's it. Because it... <laughs> That it was several episodes sense. back in the winter. <laughs> yeah. oh, we're so flancy around Christmas time. That kind of thing. You know what that name sounds like? That it's somebody on like one of those um, housewife shows. You know? Flancy McConnell. Like, <laughs> we're going to a Tupperware party at Flancy McConnell's. <laughs> it really paints a picture. Because not everybody can pull off the name Flancy. <laughs> Similarly, when we've re- talked or, about Chauncey from uh, Blackstreet. Right. <laughs> that gets Kelly every time. Oh. <laughs> now I really want a t-shirt that says Flancy McConnell. Just she hosts, she hosts Tupperware parties a 90s and fashion. she also will sell your house for you. Because she, she dabbles in real estate. She does it all. <laughs> yeah. From the area code 90210. Oh, Flancy McConnell. McConnell. And she, for for sure, her dog of no choice doubt. is a Shih Tzu. Yeah. No doubt about yeah. that. Um, 
<sighs> What's on the I show, Sherry? I also think she could dabble in uh, private investigation. She's yeah. like, Flansy McConnell's on the case. <laughs> like that. <laughs> I did not snore. I'm snort so sorry. <laughs> That's the finest form of flattery when it comes to comedy. You've oh. laughed so freely that you've snortled. Oh, I'm right. embarrassed. Oh my god! I have you know when you get stomach cramps from laughing. I'm I'm at that juncture. Right <laughs> it's now. extra ab work. It's all good. Um, it how is. about we make this giant link <laughs> between? <laughs> there she goes, Flancy McConnell. It's just Flancy McConnell cannot be bike. better, except for your cousin, except for your cousin Coco Trepanier. <laughs> That's the. <laughs> got to do what you got to do. Oh. Just trying to stay alive yeah. in this crazy world. <laughs> What would Flancy Ooh. McConnell do? WWFMD. <laughs> what would Flancy McConnell do? Uh, she'd okay. fancy a solution out start of flannels. Start the show. She'd probably start the show. She'd probably, probably start it hours ago. Um, we're going to make this great big <laughs> yeah. leap, a connection or a link between Mariah Carey, her daughter, and a good thick cotton wardrobe. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> also known as Flancy exactly. McConnell's winter. Uh, and who knew that uh, Alanis Morissette could be so judgy? Well, Fox did, so that's <laughs> why they've hired her. We'll talk about that, along with uh, <laughs> Prince Harry and what he did before making his big book announcement. And that mm -hmm. uh, Elton John returns a favor in a really great way. So we'll get to all of that info, and we'll get into Kelly's trivia, too. Yeah. Thir 37, 16, oh, Sharon's I'll, I'll favorite. be running out of episodes to catch up. <laughs> I don't think you're going to catch up before the end of the season, Adam. Nope. I don't even think you can make the top, the, like, a, like a 20. Like, I don't think we're going to hit Poor that. Thing. So. Oh, <laughs> Bunch else today, Adam. Bunch well, shells. you know what? We'll start on the runway. Uh, but don't yep. run away. <laughs> I got that joke from Flancy <laughs> McConnell. Uh, how about a 10-year-old <laughs> beauty named Monroe? That's uh, oh. Mariah Carey's daughter, and she's a part of a campaign that will have her paying tribute to her mom. Right, Kel? Yeah, and I haven't seen a picture of, uh, well, I guess a, a close-up, because I've seen some of the backgroundy pictures that Mariah posts, but I haven't seen an up-close one of Monroe, Monroe, and she looks amazing. So like, she's cute. so cutesy. Like, she's totally, she's totally growing into her, her little, little, um, like, she's not, she's not a tween yet, but it's, it's, it's getting there. And she's just super cutesy. And so, yeah, she's um, in this campaign for Oshkosh Bagosh uh, called Today is Someday. And it spotlight, spotlights a trailblazer. I'm Can having such a great show today. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> trailblazers as children in a series of vignettes. Uh, celebrating their confidence and determination. And so viewers of this will actually hear monologues from Mariah, also from Outcast and Lonnie Ali, uh, on behalf of her late husband, Muhammad. So this will be pretty cool. And they've already shown some of the little pictures. And in one of them, uh, Monroe has a little butterfly, which is, of course, an homage to Miss Mariah Carey, who loves the butterflies and She's has the so album. She's so cute. And butterfly. her hair is so perfect and curly. And probably she'll grow up to not like her hair because yep. people with curly hair generally don't because it's more of a chore for them. But this she is should. my experience she love with, it. with curly hair. Yep. Um yeah. But neat also, I like what they said about uh, the campaign itself being something of encouragement to the next generation to dream boldly about who they'll be someday. Someday. Mm -hmm. Someday. Yeah. 
Why don't we crunch some numbers and do some trivia? Let's give it a try. 90s. <laughs> now. Trivia. Bing bong. Bing bong. Bing bong, is that you? So I'm always excited <laughs> about my questions, but I'm I'm excited about specifically one of them tonight because I learned something. <laughs> like I did not know that this answer came from the question wow. that I will ask you. And I believe on one of the yeah, one of the the questions, you know how these uh, trivia cards have the random cool yeah. grammar? We have some now. So uh, it's in one of the questions. Yeah, we do. not in okay. question two. So question one. So first of all, uh, Sharon's leading Woo! 37 to 16. <laughs> uh, question number one. What term from Monty Python became popular in the 90s to describe excessive, unwanted electronic messages? So I did not know this answer. Excessive, and I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled to know what it is. Electronic messages. Adam. Go for it. Spam? Adam. Well, thank Adam! you very much. Happy Jesus. <laughs> like, good job. I'm going to get to 20 points. Nice. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. Did I you know, know I was lost by um, Monty Python. The two big words. There was lots <laughs> I had no idea it came from Monty Python, but. Huh. Me neither. So that's great. So 3717 uh, within 20. Striking <laughs> Thank distance, you. Adam. Striking uh. distance. Uh, okay, so question number two. Um, around the world is the hit record by which dope Sharon. DJ duo? Ugh. Daft Punk. Yeah. yeah. You got that right. Correct. <laughs> nice try, as Adam. You were, <laughs> as you were saying <laughs> the question, I... I I didn't quite understand that around the world was the title we were looking for. <laughs> I thought we were looking for something I that went around the world. I thought that's the one you were going to get right. Well, I knew tonight. the answer. Um, I just didn't understand the question properly. I knew it right away All the right. whole time. I didn't write it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 38 17, Sharon's favor. Uh, I will take this victory and uh, move on. <laughs> move on to the next okay. little bit of information about how Prince Harry is writing a book. The memoir. And what he did in advance of the news coming this past week was speak to his family privately. I do. Do you believe that, though? I really do. Because I think that we have learned a lot about the business of uh, the palace and uh, the paparazzi. Do you know? By watching, just watching that interview, I think we've learned a lot about... um, how it all works and it really has little to do with the humans that they're manipulating for you know the news or whatever or the 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 picture of the news how making things look a certain way that uh, yeah i think that these aren't like robot people i think that they have families and i think they have their own problems that come along with being uh royals but certainly as humans they they have to get along so yeah i think that he did offer them that uh a uh, bit of a heads up. I feel like he m- maybe dropped a text. <laughs> I think he's better than like, that. That's what I feel. Granny. Granny. I don't know. Granny doesn't take the text I, messages, I don't think Carol. he's... Imagine. But I don't think... I feel like he did not t- speak to Daddy Charles on this. And I feel like he did not speak to I think William he did. on this. And I feel like... Nah. And I feel like he's trying to take down uh, the monarchy one by one. That's what's well, going on Well, I... Can't yeah. see that that would uh, necessarily be a bad thing. Well, the thing is, it would be bad for the British public because they are a billion-dollar business for that country. They bring in a whack load of money, so I think that if they are taken out, 
uh, it's not going to be great for the country. Like, I do think they have things to work on. There is no question. But I don't – I don't know. I'm I'm not a fan about how they've been gone around some of the things that they're doing. Like, like they're just coming off this – and I guess the thing is, like, I'm a big fan of the Queen. And, like, I – next year is supposed to be her – what is it, her Platinum Jubilee? Like, it's, you know, it's like 75 years on the, the throne or something crazy. Like, you know. And this is going to for sure overshadow it because now we have a year to wait. We have a year and a couple of months to wait. And 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 as we get into next year, it's only going to ramp up. Like, what's he saying? What is he really going to, you know, because he for sure held back during that oh, Oprah yeah, interview, for sure. right? Like, he didn't fully, but like now this is his chance to just But it's not going to overshadow more, the queen. Uh, the people that appreciate the monarchy and appreciate what the queen has done and myself included for her as a as a person and all that she has contributed to uh, society over the last 75 years uh that nothing can out- overshadow that and when you think of it well i i think it well i mean the media i think the media is going to make a because especially as those months tick down right especially once we get a date because it sounds like it's october of next year but like if it's you know september 22nd or whatever when that date finally hits like all they're going to do over there is focus on what bombshell he's going to come out with. It's also, by the way, the 25th anniversary of uh, mm-hmm. Diana's Which is probably why he's year. doing it. The, that'll also be, I don't know. We'll see. I'm, uh, I just feel like there's a well, bit of Well, everything's calculated. I, I, and I don't and think the mo- there's... The, everybody will benefit from it. All news is, is good news, right? I just don't think I don't think they're as squeaky clean Harry and Meghan as they try to come off, and that's the other thing too. Is like somebody I read an article today, and I and I was I fully agreed with one of the points, which was like they keep claiming they want to be left alone for the mo- you know the most part, but then they keep coming, they keep putting themselves into the media cycle, and so they're not really because like they've done the Oprah interview, they they're doing these Netflix projects and whatever else they've got lined up. So let your work speak for you. you. Why do you? Your work. Why are you? Yeah, but if they're promoting like a spe- like when they just did that documentary, o- uh, Oprah and Harry with the mental health, like then speak about your project. I'm re- <laughs> honestly, I'm surprised at your tone um, because what they uh, what he did say was that I'm not I'm writing this not as the prince I was born, but as the man I've become. I've worn many hats over the years, both literally and figuratively, figuratively, and my hope is that. In telling my story, the highs and lows, mistakes, and the lessons learned, I can help show that no matter where we come from, we have more in common than we think, end quote. I don't know. I just feel like – I just don't think they're as squeaky clean as they claim to be, and I really do agree with that point. I'm like, if they want to be left alone, then stop putting yourself in the news cycle. He doesn't need to drop a why memoir not? right now. Like, he just doesn't because he, there's, why, no, like, whether, there's no – Whether reason. or not like, he I mean, there, yeah, is, Yes, there's a reason – is... No, I know, but like, then stop claiming you don't want to be in in the media. Like, stop. Like, just go live on the coast next to Oprah. Be buddies. Do your Netflix specials. Talk about your specific projects. Like, I think there's some things that they were doing that's very worthwhile. Like that mental health mm-hmm. doc, I think is fantastic. They did that, but but then work on your work. Like he's by putting this out, he's fully lighting the match again. Like he's fully lighting the match. He's not letting anything die down because, of course, over the next 14 months. All anybody is going to speculate when it comes to him is what's in that memoir? What, like, how much is he going to throw Charles under the bus? Is he going to name who the racist royal is? Like, this is all going to amp up. So it's just, I just don't like, if you say you don't want to be in the media, then shut up. You don't need to drop this now. He could do it in five years when things calm down, but he's doing it now for a reason. I think also if we were to look at a positive side of it, that uh, any uh, promotion would be good for whatever uh, stuff they're working on. 
perhaps. Perhaps. Time will tell. I didn't realize that Kelly was so anti. <laughs> no, I was super passionate. When I saw now, this, I was annoyed. We've talked about when I saw um, the story, I was annoyed. that uh, interview that I told you about those YouTubers, right? Did you ever watch it? I'm going to send I it to both of so, you no. after okay. the show, just okay. so that you have it. I'm, and the, the crux of the story is that uh, these two YouTubers uh, set up interviews with royal watchers ahead of that interview with uh, Oprah and Harry and Meghan, uh, full, knowing full well that the interview was happening in advance of the interview airing. So the people were going to be answering questions mm-hmm. about the interview that they had not yet seen. And they signed documents, everything. So yep. I'm I'm sh- I'm, mm. I'm surprised and not surprised that this uh, that that particular interview didn't get more leverage because of how like oh my god these people are lying, <laughs> they're answering questions mm. based on nothing except their opinion, yeah, of something they haven't seen, yeah. So I yeah, and here's the thing: like I totally do think that the monarchy needs. Uh, an overhaul and maybe to look under some of the covers that have been, you know, have that have been able to be hidden for years and decades. Like there's definitely things that need to change. However, I just do not think that Harry and Meghan are coming at it from a purely uh, pure, purely pure stance. I just don't. That's a lot of pure. I just don't believe it. (laughs) (laughs) But speaking of manipulations, how about Alanis Morissette? Well, she's, so cool. uh, she's going to be a judge on this new show called Alter Ego, which is being described as that it merges talent and technology to revolutionize the singing competition show in only a way Fox can do, which is exciting and scary at the same time. Because Fox, you know, <laughs> it's yeah, Fox. It's Fox. <laughs> um, but along yeah. with Grimes, Will I Am, and Nick Lachey, They'll be judging singers in a way that's totally different than we've seen before, right? Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like they're using technology, right? To, well, and it's to also cool things. that she posted, Alanis posted on Instagram that she's, quote, super excited and grateful to join the world's first avatar singing competition series as a judge. Singing avatars. So that's why I guess it totally focuses on the singer, on the voice, not as anything else. Oh, you mean like this other show called The Voice? Exactly. Which does the exact same thing? Well, yeah, and they get to stay as humans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's that too. But like there's a part where I there was a statement, and I'm trying to find if I can find the quote, but it was something like, uh, you know, for like something like it, within this this reality show that they like they're letting the artists like become who they truly are. But I'm like, Do you through think an maybe avatar? They're, that's they're how trying you to truly let are. Let them become who they truly avatar. <laughs> that's something Flancy yeah. McConnell would say um, yeah. I, there's a storm happening in my neck of the woods uh, <laughs> it must be coming my way in my uh, uh, lights so <laughs> I'm going to get to the, our next story quickly <laughs> so that we don't get cut out of power before we lose you which is uh, we're going to go to the beginning of Elton John's career who, like most struggling musicians at the start, before they hit it big, even if they don't hit it big, they play sessions for others, they tour with others, they're the backing band. And he did that with Patti LaBelle when she was uh, with the Bluebells. Uh, and typical and consistent with what Patti LaBelle has always done in her career, in her life, is that she's fed people. 
So as payment, you know, nobody had any food or pa- or money, she was saying. Uh, she made food for them. They came over to her flat when she was in London and she fed them. So uh, or sent them home with Tupperware. But Elton John never returned the Tupperware. It's important to note that uh, this goes back to when he was not yet Elton John. He was uh, Reggie Dwight. Um, and she's <laughs> Patty LaBelle in a recent interview was talking about how uh, she got a call years after the fact saying, hi, Patty, it's Reggie. I want you to come and see me tonight. And she's like, hey, well, who are you, who are you opening for? And he said, I'm Elton John now. <laughs> <laughs> so she said, punk, where's my Tupperware? <laughs> so they met. He left this diamond ring on the piano, she said, and she claimed Elton your ring. And he said, Patty, that's your Tupperware. <laughs> That's amazing. Isn't that and awesome? It, I, something you could totally picture him doing. Totally. And picture her like yeah. <laughs> saying, punk, where's my Tupperware? <laughs> I, have they ever do- I don't think they've ever done a duet together, right? Like that would be amazeballs. Oh my gosh. No kidding. Patty and Elton? Come on now. Come on. Come on, you guys. Just do it. Do it. I think it's going to And as the fancy kids would say, a collab. A collab. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they'll <laughs> do a mashup collabs. on Insta. Yeah. Maybe they'll increase their TikTok numbers. <laughs> Pick up the phone. Call them. <laughs> exactly. That's my old person response. Flancy <laughs> says, "Pick up the phone," <laughs> as she would. So I thought, exactly. with Elton in mind, um, we could do a top two from Elton John. I think we've done him before, but I thought we'd narrow it down to the top two Elton John tunes from our favorite decade, the '90s. Yeah. Adam, did you find some? I did find some. Absolutely. Uh, two ballads. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Uh, Lion King. Lion King soundtrack. And um, full circle to this show, Candle in the Wind, the Aww. 97 uh, Lady Die. Not remix, but, you, you know. <laughs> wicka, 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 the 97 version. The 97 yeah. version, exactly. Yeah, it was yeah. beautiful. Yeah. So that's my top two. Nice. Uh, I will go with uh, Don't Go Breaking My Heart. Mm-hmm. With RuPaul? Yeah. Love that one. And then also, really love this one, and it always makes me feel like, think about our Georgie. Uh, Don't Let the Sun Go Down on That me. was such oh, an nice. excellent version George of that Michael. song. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. So and good. You can hear it in the, when George says, ladies and gentlemen, Elton John, the crowd goes wild. Oh, That was at Wembley, yeah. was it not? Yeah, it was Wembley. Yeah. Yeah. I miss George Michael so much. Same. Um, yeah. I'm going to piggyback on uh, on Adams and pick also Can You Feel the Love Tonight um, uh, for very personal reasons. My mother's singing group uh, sang that at her funeral. Like Aww. just beautiful. So that's kind of one of those can stop me in my track songs when I hear it. Um, yeah. And I also love Something About the Way You Look Tonight. Oh, that's oh my great. Gosh, that's it's just song. so vintage Elton a la 90s. So yep. those are my yep. top two from Elton John. Thank you guys for sharing yours. What would Flancy? Oh, Flancy? <laughs> I think she would secretly have a mad crush on the duet with Elton and RuPaul. Yeah, I, th- I actually thought that More myself. power like, to Flancy you, she'd that. say. Yeah. <laughs> um, with her shit suit on her lap. <laughs> I used to make a joke because uh, Chester, one of my baby dogs is part shih tzu and when he got to an age like a couple of years old and they you know how they're seven years to uh right the whole math of dogs age um yeah that he was a teenager i said well he doesn't now he's an i don't give a shih tzu (laughs) (laughs) 
I said, come here. I don't give it. I'm not coming. Oh. I'm going to sit and I'm going to look at you. <laughs> yeah. Huskies do that all oh, the yeah. time, by the way. They're like, you mm. think you're yeah. my boss? <laughs> nope. Yeah. Huskies. And it's funny because I know, for example, my rosy bear loves me, but I also know that if she had the chance, she would totally F off. Yeah. No problem. Like, she would just go okay, with anybody. Done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm out. Uh, Speaking of being out, uh, just want to give our uh, listeners a heads up that we are going to take some vacation time before we head into season 10. Season 10 of 90s now. That is bonkers. Crazy. Bonkers. When we think that Adam was in high school, graduating high school, (laughs) when we started this podcast in Kelly's basement. I've graduated (laughs) high school 10 years ago. It's crazy. That's nuts, man. Wow. Look look at you Sharon and I did not. So if this is the uh, penultimate episode, oh, that means... Oh, way to call it back. <laughs> that means our next episode will be the last one of the season. Oh, very nice. And you That's know right. that we'll be heading into our penultimate season. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so fancy. <laughs> so yeah, we're going to be taking a few weeks off. Kind of sounds like we need it. <laughs> yep. Yep, uh, yep. We'll do our best to stay in touch with you over uh, over socials, you know. Send pics. But we'll be back next week. How about a postcard from the beach yep. or something like that? <laughs> yep. Yeah, we'll do one more show next week and uh, and we'll be in touch. So uh, until then, thanks you guys. Have a good evening. Bye bye now. <laughs> and thank you guys for listening sure. to 90s Now. Still happening.